we've come to the Q&A. Yep. Go on then. What do you want to ask me? Well, I think it was really interesting because throughout our conversations, both right when we got there and periodically throughout the film, we talked about how there were several, well, mainly one big musical element, but there were also several small yeah, bits there of were. music there in were. there that had not been pre-recorded or given nope. a proper music video treatment, uh-huh. I would say. Yeah. And so... I guess let's just talk about where your head was on that, what you think went well, and what you think was a pitfall. So very technical where my head was. Totally in the sand. Hidden, deep down, not wanting to acknowledge what I knew that I probably needed to do. Uh, I'd never shot a music video. I'd never shot music. I just presumed you recorded it with the sound and the camera like it was. I didn't know you needed a double track. Now, I will say, I did get someone telling me that they loved the fact that actually it was live. So I think it suited our film. Now, we obviously shot a film, Future, which we'll be talking about, which also had a song, and we did that in a different way. We did pre-record it, go into the studio. So I learned. Yeah. But for this film, I think... I didn't mind not knowing. It was better not to know because we didn't have a budget for it anyway. So it just had to work out. Now, the other thing that was funny was the song actually was being written by my daughter as we were shooting it. Like, Isabel, you've got to write a song. Got to write a song for it. So when all the kids turned up, they didn't even know it. Oh, but they knew it by the end. Didn't everybody (laughs) know it? How does it go? Oh, man. I can't I remember it now. They sang it like 10 million times a day, though. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. So, so they were all practicing it constantly. They were working very hard. So although from a technical point of view, I know we didn't do it correctly, actually that end result was lovely. It was very organic. It was very real. It felt real. Um, if your budget was bigger, you'd do it in a different way. I would go into the studio first. I would record yeah. it differently. Now, I do have to preface yeah. that our sound guy kind of saved us on that one. Oh. Because he did Thanks, treat it like he would treat recording, like a live gig to do sound mm. for a performer, like a street performer. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. And so I do remember he drove back to his home and everything and brought right, a bunch did. of exterior gear. So he had yes. a mixer, he had multiple microphones. Yes. So it's not like when we say, we didn't do it properly. Uh, he just threw up like a boom mic and was just kind of like moving it around yes, during the performance. Yes. It may not have been a studio recording, but it was treated yeah. like a proper recording to the stuff we had limited yes. wise. Like you are there. right. And actually that last scene was beautiful because we also had all those cameras and we had some people shooting it on iPhones and we had three cameras laid out and we had the sound and everybody was full of energy. So it came across in the right way. Yeah, so I think we had a few things that gave us a little bit of a saving grace yes. that was about people being passionate and wanting to go above and yeah. beyond to do it correctly. Because James could have just dialed it. He could have. We also had Lenny Kravitz, his drummer. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was hilariously He was brilliant. Franklin crazy. Vanderbilt, such a good guy. Again, just came for fun, for free, just to help out and teach these kids. And they loved him. Oh, yeah, such a cool I mean, he guy. was brilliant. And we got everybody in for that last scene. They all came back. Yep. They were all part of it. 
you know, it was very special, very special. Funny, funny little bit about that, though. Remember how that was again one of our non-permit, non-setup yeah. issues yeah. because we had. Well, yeah, we had to be quiet at nine oh, o'clock. Yeah. We had a very yes. hard out in terms yeah, of how yeah. loud or not loud we could be. You're right. You're and we right. were trying to do a concert performance yeah. with way more people we were allowed to have yeah. at this Airbnb. Yeah. And <laughs> do you remember as well? That was one of the very specific days that the other director was trying to direct. Yep. Oh yeah. So there was a lot of conflict on that day. Maybe I've just put it out of my mind and I'm just sitting there going it was all fluffy clouds and unicorns there were a lot of technical elements to that thing yeah, that could yeah. have gone a different way yeah. and caused it to be a no, totally different scene than you're it right was. you're right but you know crazy. it always works out it always works out have faith no fear have faith um, <laughs> so uh, yeah that's very true and then one of the other elements to finish off I think is talking about working with the kids yeah yeah because we had a lot of kids Always working with kids is totally different than yeah. working with adults. Completely yeah. and utterly. Sag or no sag. You know, yeah, it's still... it, it was intense because, again, you're trying to motivate, keep them excited, making sure they have their sleep. And again, Isabella was in it. Yep. She didn't have a chaperone this time. So actually, I gave her to one of the other mothers. And I said, can you be her mother for the next 10 days? Um, a great mum. And, um, and so there, those kids that have the support of the parents to be involved with this, it did work well. Oh, yeah. But only because I had their support. Um, I think it was an environment that they enjoyed and learned a lot from. And as we've gone on, because I've had to have different children um, for different lengths of projects, there are the studio teachers that are involved, that takes your budget to a whole different level. Um, it also, the amount of hours that you can work them. Again, on indie, having yeah. kids with SAG is brutal because yeah. if a kid is a main character and they're in 90% of your scenes, that limits your hours so dramatically. Well, that's why also te working in the summer is better because at least they don't need to go and do schoolwork. So that was one yeah. huge benefit. But And this was like a summer project in a way. Yeah. But those hours are so detrimental and when they need that time off. And yeah. obviously as a mum who has a daughter, I like the fact that they stick to these rules and these guidelines and they're not just working a million hours oh, in one it's, go. Oh, it's there for a reason. It's yeah. important. You can't work kids over, over no. the top. But, but as the a kids love it. You the kids to want in. to stay. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, you have to know that there are those rules. You have to know those are those guidelines. You have to make sure that you are fully prepared to stick to them. And I think you did a really good job of juggling the a little bit older kids and a little bit younger kids. Because to a certain extent, I mean, sets, you already have the mix of crew and adults and people talking and living normal lives. But then yeah. even among... Yeah teenage kids versus younger kids and parents with different values you have a lot of different yeah. interactions going on between people yes. and you did a good job of mothering to a certain extent and being like to the older kids hey you can and you cannot say this yes. you have to act a certain way yeah. around the other kids to make sure yeah. that they don't have a wrong mentality about Again, working I think and that's, filming that's about having the different hats on yeah. you know as a mother I feel that I can be a better director, which is something we spoke about on that first course, which was saying, you, I wonder whether I would have been a better director 20 years ago. Probably not, because now having experienced life 
having experienced what it's like to have children, having that knowledge of all these things, traveling, understanding yeah. life and culture. Makes sense. My directing now comes from a different place. And as I've always said, there's so much more to learn. It's not sitting here going, oh, great, now I know it all. Oh, it's a never-ending you know, journey. You know, the, the, it's a never-ending journey, absolutely. And it's still about that journey. So I think for people to learn... Um, from two things is that there's always a way to do it yep. so the music we found a way to do it to the best of your ability and then as far as kids are concerned it is about saying what's your purpose how many hours do you need them for what can you actually do remembering you also want the best out of them so if you're pushing them and they're not getting sleep and food then they're not going to be very nice to you on set anyway my favorite little educational moment of yours was teaching the girl who did not understand that you can still hear the audio that's going on even oh when they're off screen. Oh my gosh, yes, that is true. So it, well, I won't tell you what exactly happened, but we're on set, she leaves the shot, the door closes, we're still doing a shot, her audio is not being turned off, and we can hear her swearing very loudly, having a, a laugh in our headphones, and everybody just looks at each other like this, the ones that could hear. And so I did, I went back to her after we'd cut, and I said, George, just so you know, we can hear everything you just said. And she went like this, oh, she never did it again. Never did it Such again. a kid moment. Yeah, know? it was great. You're right, that was a good teachable moment. So keep those teachable moments coming. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the chat about Pretty Outrageous. Download it. You'll be able to watch all the scenes that we were talking about um, because we're now about to move on to film number three.